Hello boys and girls, it's your old pal, Gorag the Slayer. Tonight's episode is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. LoneStarButtons.com is your source for buttons of multiple sizes and shapes. You just send Adam Stimpy Jones your very own design and he will make those suckers a reality. To contact Adam Stimpy Jones, you can email him at info at LoneStarButtons.com or you can call him at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gorag told you you want... Tell him Gorag said you want to suck on it. Wait, no. Tell, tell him you want to suck on his hairy tits and that Gorag sent you. Or you can tell him you heard the show and... You think he's the bee's knees. Anyway, Adam Stimpy Jones has been in business for 16 years and all of his parts are made in the U.S. of A. He does a really good job and he does all of my button products. And did I say my? I mean, <laughs> uh, Revenge of the World's button products. <laughs> uh, we're also brought to you by Ectopic Works. Ectopic Works is a print company run out of Mr. Dennis Bateman's palatial estate. He has a laboratory filled with computers and giant printer with 50,000 colors of ink. It's a pretty cool facility he has over there. Anyway, Ectopic doesn't have a fancy website or a spectacular amazing Facebook page. You just email the main man himself, Mr. Bateman at ectopicworks.com, and he'll get back to you, and he'll print your shit up amazing. Well, that's it for me. I gotta go clean brimstone out of Mr. Dieter's toilets. So, uh, enjoy the show. Make sure you add Steve to the roster, because he's right here. They'll probably be able to hear him breathing. Probably bark. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I would never... Hey everybody, what's up? Thanks for listening. Is that a twist off? Thanks for listening to episode 32 of Revenge of the World podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Dieter. I've never said that before. Um, how's it going? Uh, hey everybody. <laughs> How many times can I start this podcast? Uh, I'm here tonight. Wow, this is really loud. Uh, I'm here tonight with, once again, Mike V. Rodriguez. Howdy, howdy. Yay! Yay. Yeah. I've done it! Fuck I did yeah. it! Uh, and Kara, the Beacon Birch. Did you forget my name? Uh, for well, a second? Yeah, for a second. It's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a little while. So what's up, guys? What's what new? What's new, Mike? What's, uh, I mean, it's been a whole it's seven days. It's been a whole days. seven days. Uh, 
Don't freeze up. Don't freeze up. Don't freeze up. I don't think anything really major has happened. I've, I've slept a lot. Um, that's about it. I drilled some holes. Well, Ooh, yeah. That sounds tell dirty. Us, tell us all about you drilling holes. Oh, yes. Uh, I, you dirty slut. I'm uncomfortable. It. It's my brother. Shut up. It is exactly what you think it is. Um, <laughs> I got, no. I got a, a uh, storage bin. <clears throat> And converted it to a hamster uh, mansion. Oh, nice. So I had to drill some holes so I can put the uh, wiring on top so that cats don't go in and eat the hamster. Hmm. Interesting. So. This was your exotic pet. Uh, it's exotic to me, damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Hamsters are exotic. They're exotic. I mean, I think you could find them in exotic pet shops. As food for reptiles. Well, it looks like a rat. It's fine. <laughs> I stand rat, rat, by my story. Rats aren't exotic either, my friend. But, Kara, how's it going? Good. What have you been up to? What have you been up to? Um, what have I been up to? I'm, as you know, don't have any ongoing projects or goals other than to just have a good time and spend time with my friends and drink. Kind of so you're like the McConaughey of. <laughs> all right, all right, yeah, yeah. Man, I Not saw really. I saw this movie with McConaughey in it called The Paperboy. Have you guys ever seen it? Mm. It is fucking crazy. Crazy good, crazy bad. It's really good, but Jesus is Christ, it works your mind. McConaughey's in it. Is it new or old? Very tragic. Oh uh, mm, no, nine, I think. No, you do want to see it. It's a quality flick. I seriously recommend it. Hey, you know you got... Oh, yeah. Also with us tonight is Kara's dog, Steve. He's a wall-eyed chihuahua. If you check out my Instagram, Kara underscore O-U-I, you can see a side-by-side of himself and his namesake, Steve Buscemi, and it will make you laugh. Guaranteed. No... Don't guarantee something like that. You could get in trouble. <sighs> hey, you left your uh, coffee in the coffee maker. Oh, I forgot about my coffee because I'm drinking beer. You didn't poke a hole in it, so it's fine. We'll just we'll just put it back. No big deal. So, uh, that's it, huh? Good show. You got a hole driller and uh <laughs> Well, I mean, I've had mommy lover. time. I've had disciplinary issues with my son, who's oh, three yeah. for Pete's sake already. Maybe he's getting out of the way early, and then he'll be a goody two-shoes whenever he's, you know. It's what is he doing? Um, well, he did get expelled <laughs> from um, his daycare, which is, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the name It's a of blessing place, in disguise. But it's kind of a hoity-toity daycare. It was very, very, very freaking expensive. And it's the only daycare he's ever been to. He's been going there since. It's I about twice my mortgage. <laughs> twice month. your mortgage? Oh yeah, monthly probably. Mm-hmm. It's outrageous. Yeah. It's really outrageous and unreal. But he learned a lot. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, he did until he got kicked out, and then he's doing drugs. But mm-hmm. no, he uh, he hit a rough patch. Three-year-old brass knuckles. <laughs> he hit a rough patch, and he started hitting people, mm. and. Uh, throwing chairs and jumping off tables and the fuck is my water doing is that my water 
Did crazy you things it? like that. You took my water? You took my water, you son of a... <laughs> I have my water. <laughs> I'm going to make a big deal I just moved your water. You, you I'm took sorry my that water? we interrupted your, your... You come into my house and you took my water? <laughs> <laughs> Continue, please. No, it's fine. My kid oh. is bad. Now he's in oh, no. school and it's fine. He's enjoying himself. Yes, he's Mom really told job. me that he wakes up yeah. and asks, is it time for school yet? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's because he boy. wants to beat up some kids. <laughs> it's because he's an only want. child and he doesn't have to compete for anything at home. And then when he gets to school, he has to compete with like oh, yeah. 20 other kids for attention and whatever toy he wants. And it's just like... I'm not ready for that. I got mm-hmm. an only child and he's almost three. <clears throat> he's ne- he's never been in daycare ever, so... Mm, yeah. yeah, that's gonna be a rude awakening. He's gonna be the weird kid. Mm. That's okay. No. Well, but the, do you, you socialize him, right? He goes to like. Some, well, we go to like birthday parties and stuff with kids, so. And he does fun, right? Yeah, but he gets all alpha male. Like he has to be the center of attention when he's around everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, which I mean, is kind of cool, but he's like, freaking oh, adorable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I went to a birthday party for a good friend of mine, and. um it was his kids. It was his boy's birthday party. He was turning two, and my son decided just to go sit at the head of the table. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> but then uh, the father did the without causing the fuss. He just moved his kid to the other head of the table. Oh yeah, that's. So I was cute. like, okay, that's fine. That's perfect. I was so proud of Nate. Uh, the first day in daycare, he chose to sit at the head of the table. I was like, yeah. Yeah, get that spot. Yeah. Take shit from no one. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad my nephew's gonna be cool at his new place. I hope so. Um. They're anything being else? Sweet about it. Uh. Well, what about you? You get that deep cleaning? Yes, I did. Damn. And it was it was a lot less a lot of, blood. of a uh, hassle this time around. I, I like my dental hygienist. She's good with my teeth. Um, I don't like the hook, though, man. When that hook goes to work and you're just like... They're like scaling it? Something that's inside your skull. Well, stop telling your teeth to have plaque on them. Hey, do you remember... Uh, what? Nothing. Um, I just have a couple notes written down about my personal life. One of them is gas station sandwiches. I've been okay. eating a lot of them lately. <laughs> Why? That is the worst place to have a the sandwich. The chicken salad sandwiches at gas no. stations are that amazing. That is horrifying. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Deli Express, bros. Mm-mm. Sisters, whatever. You don't eat that. You don't eat the goddamn hot dogs. Hot dogs are great. Why I not the hot dogs? hot dogs? They're constantly being cooked. Yeah, they've been constantly being cooked since the other day, and they just nah. dry it out. And, oh Man, goodness. I've been stopped. Because they, they're not done yet. Deli sandwich. No, 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 no. <laughs> espérate, espérate. <laughs> uh, no. I don't trust a lot of people with tuna salad and chicken salad. <laughs> well, So if, much can go wrong if, if one of the ingredients if is I was, turning. What about egg salad? Oh, Fuck yeah, that. No. Any mm. salad that. sandwich, no. Mm-hmm. I do have, uh, I mean, I have <laughs> standards. I don't. I don't go to a like a truck stop and eat a sandwich or anything where was, like where that. Where was this place at? What's it called? It's just Pearland, like down the street from where I work. 
pretty tasty. The bread was still soft, so that means it was fresh. I go around and check. (laughs) Ooh, that bread's a little stiff. I'm not going to eat that. Not up to my standards of bread. (laughs) Uh, The other thing I have written down, um, it's a tale of Instagram called hashtag free the nipple. Oh, yeah. You guys know about that? Lady nipple. Well, you know uh, how like uh, Chelsea Handler started doing that thing and then... Her pictures kept getting taken down by Instagram, and uh, so she moved her nipple pics to uh, Twitter, but she started this whole hashtag free the nipple movement as like kind of, I don't know, it seems like a, I don't know, I I don't really think a lot lot about it, but uh, a piece of artwork I did, I actually posted hashtag free the nipple because the character I drew has her chichi's out (laughs) and uh i got maybe twice as many likes as i normally do all from bots like fake people on instagram oh yeah it's crazy so i was like who are all these people so i I looked at them at all not all of them but like 15 profiles were all like uh, model, dancer, uh, fitness freak, uh, it's all the same, you know? So, uh, I I was like, well, what are, what are these people posting about free the nipple? I hit hashtag free the nipple. It is like the most, most hardcore porno stuff (laughs) on Instagram, on Instagram. So why are they taking off Chelsea Handler's stuff? And then leaving up fucking videos of penetration. It's no. fucking crazy. Oh, I need to go do some research. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. That is so, crazy. So, uh, I didn't think... I thought... I don't know. Since they, they wouldn't let Chelsea Handler do her thing, I thought that Instagram was like this really strict venue for... Oh, no. A lot of people have stuff. like amateur porn sites on Instagram. Really? Yeah. Huh. Also, I've heard. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to be looking at who you follow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's about it for my my thing. So, uh, how are you guys doing? You got anything to talk about? We, we, we actually uh, did a show. When was this? A couple months? Three, Man, four months ago? That was a heartbreaker. That was a long time ago. It started it started really rough and stiff, but we like 10, 15 minutes in, we got cooking mm-hmm. and uh, we tackled some deep subjects. We did. It was so but good. It's fucking gone. What happened? What? I had that really shitty happened? laptop. <gasps> and yeah, uh, just, you didn't, I didn't notice. It I didn't use my recording. backup. Yeah, I didn't use my backup. So. Does anybody? I, I can't even find the notes on that show. I, I, I remember what down. um some kind of thing with Oprah. You're uh, talking about some kind bo- of some positive Oprah? body image or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Oprah, Oprah. I can credit her with teaching me to stand up, like with my shoulders back and my head up. Because before I saw this one particular episode, I swear to God, in high school, I never saw anything but my shoes walking down the hallway. I didn't know. I had no idea what I was projecting about myself 
to other people. By... I think it was, hey, check out these badass shoes. <laughs> they weren't badass. Oh. They weren't badass. I was dirty just, white um, kids. <clears throat> probably, probably worse. They were probably dollar store, dollar general kids. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. That and uh, there was a class I took in high school called marketing yourself, which I really took to heart. It helped a lot as far as uh, how to project yourself to other people, how to present yourself to other people and have them take you seriously and respect you. And I, I do it. This without... was an online course? No, this was in high school. Oh, okay. The home ec teacher didn't know they taught had that this class. shit. Yeah, oh. I didn't know either. It was a weird-ass fucking elective. And I was like, uh, marketing yourself? And oh. I, I did it. And it was like a weird cake class. Like, it was so easy, but at the same time, I learned a lot of really valuable stuff in there that you don't get taught. Uh-huh. Same with Coach Morgan's fucking sociology class. You remember that guy? The guy with the big calves? Yes. He yeah, had to wear those, those... He had to wear those hose. He literally had to wear those Oh, hose. yeah. No, no, no. Like that was... That was uh, he had cancer in his leg. Well, it was Coach freaking Morgan. Yeah, that guy was different from the <clears throat> big calves guy. Was that remember. Coach Kavanaugh? Coach Kavanaugh accidentally touched my butt. Accidentally. One time. He was the one with... I think he was a ginger with a beard. He was bald. And he wore He's weird balding. pants. I don't know. That's, that's every coach ever. But anyway, the time that he accidentally touched my butt was the time that whenever you moved out and I cried my eyes out the whole fucking day. Whenever you moved out of mm-hmm. mom's, cried my eyes out the whole entire day at school. Mm-hmm. And he hugged me in the hallway and touched my butt. I'm certain it was on accident. Okay. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he's dead now. So Is he dead? Probably. How do you know? <laughs> I don't know. Don't. He's probably dead. <laughs> he was so nice. He's alive right he, now and crying. Even though he accidentally he just explained shit. Coach Morgan life. is the tall one with the Coach 80s Morgan haircut. was the tall guy. He taught sociology. He taught us all how to tie a tie. That's why I can, to this day, tie a tie. Uh, my project for that class was to... Um, research how to um, something about auto care, how to take care of your car. That was my. Did you pass that? Yeah, I fucking did. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I I know how I'm supposed to. I just don't do it. Oh. Okay. Oh, I get my oil changed. That's the main thing, really. <laughs> so coach morgan coach kavanaugh and that weird ass uh marketing yourself class uh-huh. they got in there like helped me a lot because i was seriously so in a shell uh-huh. that i i mean i didn't even know how to begin to project and get out of that yeah was uh did i graduate when that happened or was i still going to school when i lived with uh no, you. S- um, I think it was first semester, s- your senior year. Oh, okay. You moved out, so you f- that you finished your second semester living at Grandma and Papa's. Well, we're all better off for that. <laughs> <laughs> Debatable. So that happened. 
But that's, anyway, that's when I started faking self-confidence. <laughs> that's when the, <laughs> the, uh, I don't know. I was going to say the ulcer started. <laughs> Probably not. Oh, yeah. Well, I did have the throwing up thing. <laughs> <laughs> you were like a sick cat. <laughs> I had oh, such a hard time oh. with school. Oh, everybody's taking turns holding Steve. <laughs> He's so cute. Mm-hmm. He's a good boy. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's that. So, Mike, how was your school uh, experience? Such a blur. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, know. who left a mark on you though? Like I, like I'm, I'm saying these three classes made an impact, and Oprah, of course. Shout out. Shout out to Oprah if she's listening. <laughs> if you're listening, Oprah, um, thanks. So, my, so who left a mark on you in school? Probably nobody. The principal and my really? ass. Da, da, da. Like not a, one teacher left an imprint, good or bad. Yes, but I don't remember names, so it's I'm gonna sound yeah. So don't be insincere. What was the moment? I was no like I don't know like I I drifted through high school. Um... I hung out with the punk kids, and I don't mean the bad kids, just the people that listen to punk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played hacky sack. Were you good at it? I was pretty damn good. Yeah, I had a pretty good foot game. I was always so jealous. It was it was pretty cool. The we had a certain spot that we would play, and by the end of the year, there was no grass growing there because of all of our kicks. <laughs> and then we stopped playing. Um, High school was pretty cool. It, we didn't have any uniforms. My senior years, they put a fence around the school. But other than that, it was pretty lax. Uh, never got in trouble because I don't, I don't know, I don't do anything bad for the most part. So it was high school's uneventful, I guess. Huh. I don't know. You never did any drugs I, or drank. I didn't drink till I was twenty-three. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I got didn't didn't have the need that. for it. Um, I don't know. I feel. Um, I'm jealous that other people have good memories. I don't know, like my brain works weird. So, do you have a, a past of head trauma? I don't know. I could, <laughs> but it's it's like people can remember a lot of stuff from the past, and I really can't. It was kind of just I have a couple of spots when I was really little, and a couple of spots in high school. But it's like you know, somebody can name the third grade teacher. I can't do any of that. Yeah, shit. that's crazy. Oh yeah, Mrs. Either. Smith. She blah blah blah. I was like, no. Mm-mm. It was a white lady. That's all I remember. <laughs> you know what I remember from elementary school? Miss hmm. Vidal. Whenever you would get a right answer or whatever, she would do this weird little dance in the in the aisle between the desks. And then one day she asked the fucking question, and I answered it right. And guess who didn't do a fucking dance? Uh oh. Miss Miss hmm. Vidal. Thanks. Just just to be a cunt. What the hell? Okay, I know her name, Miss Robinson. This is from fifth grade. This was, I guess, that's a defining moment. Um, in fifth grade, I was skipping school. <sighs> I would hide in the closet when it was time to go to school. We lived uh, literally the back fence of the school, shared the fence with my backyard of my house, so we'd just walk around the corner, and so I would hide in there until everybody left and just do whatever all day this is like fifth grade well my mom found out one day because we had to go to a doctor's appointment or something so she went to the school and they said that i wasn't there 
Yeah, I got a beating for that. Um, <laughs> so this one time in fifth grade, the teacher wasn't in. And it was lunchtime. And I got, um, they must have had Chinese food or something. They had egg rolls. And they had duck sauce. And I was opening the duck sauce. And the duck sauce kind of flew in the air. <laughs> I made an accident with it. And then somebody, some other kid said, oh, Michael was stabbing the duck sauce with the fork and blah, blah, blah. So I get in trouble. Not only do I get in trouble, but for like the rest of the school year, I didn't get to have recess. I had to stay late at the school. And then the, she made me take my all my books home with me in my backpack home. So then I was just that weird kid that didn't get to go to recess. Aww. Yeah. That reminds me of uh, one time I was in the lunchroom, and I was a good kid. I never got in trouble at that time. And uh, I had had a tray that I was taking for a friend to the trash because I had had a sack lunch. And I had an empty can of Vienna sausages, and it still had the liquid in it on the tray. I tripped. And I fucking spilled that Vienna sausage juice on this girl I had a crush on. Oh, no! <laughs> she got very upset and oh, told no. one of the teachers. So I had to go <clears throat> up on stage where the principal and all the faculty were having lunch. And uh, I got sentenced to carry her books uh, for <laughs> like a week. <laughs> and she wouldn't let me. So it <clears throat> could have been a... A blessing and a curse. Mm. But no, she wouldn't let me. So what made it worse was that... But she stank. She stank from that Vienna sausage juice. Did it on purpose. Yeah. Ugh. What made it worse was that... <clears throat> I don't like being accused of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it probably goes back for me being the youngest kid and people always blaming shit on me. So sometimes like when people accuse me of doing things, I get mad and then it looks like I did it and I'm lying when I'm not lying. Mm-hmm. I'm just pissed that somebody has been accusing me of something. So You have the balls to accuse me of yeah. doing that. So I was like, I didn't fucking do it. Well, I didn't say that. I was like <laughs> in fifth grade, but I'm pretty sure I looked guilty even though I wasn't, which probably made the punishment more severe. So, oh, also in fifth grade, um... This is before that happened. I think it was just before that happened. They had a camping trip where we stayed a, a night, I think, at a camping thing. And somehow during that trip, I got impetigo. What is impetigo? Uh, it puts sores on your body. It's kind of like... Uh, oh, that's the worst. Jeez. And so basically, if you scratch them and pop them, it makes more. Aww. So my whole fifth grade, I was wearing sweaters and then I was the weird kid, and then I didn't have recess. And, and you were just weird. Yeah. You are just a weird baby. Weird baby. <laughs> but it finally went away at some point. Uh, so, yeah. I'm also allergic to uh, poison ivy. Who isn't? So, I know. But no, I, I get a severe, like, I puff up. Oh, no. Like, oh, wow. So, it only happened once when I was, and it's a funny story. Then too. take this. <laughs> I, must, I, must have been, <laughs> I must have been six or seven, and I got it. And I remember my eyes were swollen shut. And so, I, I remember running to my parents' bedroom and banging on the door and telling them that, that I'm blind. Oh, and no. I need help. And then I remember having to stay home from school, and my mom took care of me, and she gave me, like, an IC. <laughs> and bless her soul. And, you know, they came with those little whistling straws. I don't know if they still do, but they used to come with the straws that made a whistling noise when you blow into them. Mm-hmm. So, I was just at home going... 
you know, <laughs> all day God. long, and she didn't say anything about it. Oh, wow. yeah, definitely bless her. Jeez. Um, Nathan Valentine got a hold see. of half a recorder. <laughs> oh, my oh, no. God. So, so, so after the outbreak of that <laughs> Ampetago, I learned how to regulate my scratching. Because I've gotten poison ivy since, but it's like I know if, if I scratch and it doesn't go away in five minutes, I'm like, okay, I can't touch this anymore. Interesting. Yeah. My my lunchroom story is that I ate a Flintstones push up. It's orange, and I barfed it <laughs> orange <laughs> into the trash can. Nice. <laughs> it's never happened before or since. Probably because I never ate another Flintstones push up as <clears> long <throat> as I ever lived, and that'll be true until I die. Damn. I have a similar you, story. You haven't eaten one since then. Fuck no. I love those things. I I don't like sherbet either. I was on a road trip with my mom, and I think it might have been her co-worker. And I had a bologna sandwich and Kool-Aid. And I was in that lady's car. It wasn't my mom's car. It was the lady's car. And I threw up, and there was just pink bologna all over my shirt. (laughs) And they had to stop somewhere to clean me off. And after that day, like I haven't eaten another bologna sandwich ever in my life. Mm -mm. They're not good. No, fuck bologna. The smell makes ooh, ooh. Remember the bologna with the red on the outside, yeah. and you peel it off, and you like floss your teeth with it, so <laughs> fucking knee would come off yeah. in your mouth. You. That's all bologna. Ugh. To this day. Jeez, bologna. I hope Nathan never has to eat a bologna sandwich as long as he lives. Uh, he will if he stays the night here. Oh, oh no! I give him some bologna with When's a that gonna slice happen? of. Pimento. Bring it. We're ready. Pimento cheese. Yeah, pimento cheese is good. I know, especially um, mixed with bologna. I can't. I can't join you with that. And some pepperoni. Goddamn. Yeah. Then I'll send him home to fart. <laughs> he? Hey, it just started happening where he farts and he thinks it's funny. Oh really? Yes. The good old fart joke. Yes. Mm-hmm. Works every time. <laughs> this morning, whenever he woke up, I heard it. Like he was, he got out of bed. He was walking off, and I was like doing something in the mirror. Like I was finishing getting dressed. Uh huh. And I hear it. <laughs> and I look over and I looked at him, and he was like, he had the biggest smile on his face, the biggest shit-eating grin you've ever seen. And I, I was like, what was that? And he was like, I fought it. <laughs> and he just <laughs> laughed. Oh, it was so good. God, that was one of those. Like heart warmers. Christopher <laughs> refers that to that as his poopy making noises. Like, what happened? He's like, ah, oh, my poopy making noises. <laughs> <laughs> so when Daddy farts, he asked me if I pooped my diaper. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, uh, maybe. <laughs> and well, on let's that go note, check. <laughs> you guys want to get in some news? The All news. Right, here we go. Okay. Let's keep it. We all know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends. That song makes you proud to be an American, you know that? (laughs) Alright, so first thing on my list is this Kim Davis person. (laughs) Never heard of her. Who is she? (laughs) Have not heard a single thing on Facebook today. Really? No, not a single post. (laughs) 
blind sack of shit. Uh, she is the county clerk that refuses to issue gay marriage. Well, not just gay marriage license, but marriage licenses to gay couples. And uh, it's pretty weird. I mean, well, today she was ordered before the court, so she's probably either going to get fined or and or put in jail until she agrees to follow the lo- the rules. Yeah, she follow-, follow the law of the land. I personally haven't done one lick of research or read anything on this lady. However, I did hear uh-huh. through a third party whose name is Kyle Cood that <laughs> she has been married like three times. Four times. Four times? She's been married four times. And she cheated on her on one husband with the second husband with let their me, brother. Let me find the Crazy meme for you. Crazy ass shit like that. Let me find the, pic- the, the meme for The you. picture I saw was that while she was married to husband number one, she had kids with husband number three, got divorced from husband number one. Married husband number two, he adopted those two kids that were from husband number three. Then they split up, then she married husband number three, and then they split up, and I think she's married again. So, yeah. So, she's got a lot of room, a lot of wiggle room morally to be judging people for their biblical Okay, here we go. Kim Davis's twins were born five months after her divorce from her first husband, but were actually fathered by her third husband who she divorced to marry her fourth husband. But none of that matters anymore because Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand the people that get up in arms and they say biblical blah, blah, blah. And they, you know, there is a couple of verses in the Bible that may hint to, to gay people, could be construed as maybe being about gay people. Um, but you got the fucking Big Ten that homeboy came down from the mountain and and adultery is one of those big ten. Mm-hmm. And people don't seem to give, like, they're not holding a, you know, all all people who are adulterers should burn in hell. Or be stoned this, to death. Or be stoned mm-hmm. to death, this, that, and the other. So all those people are hypocritical anyway. But yeah, she has no room. I don't give a shit what her religious beliefs are. If something's a law, you follow that law as, as a person that is voted in to do lawful things. Your personal politics should not ever come, you know, get in the way of you doing your fucking job that people are paying for. Well, I mean, it's well, it's the separation of church and state. No yeah. matter what your your personal religious beliefs are, that has nothing that should have nothing to do with how the you law. perform your job. It was interesting that you get paid for. Oh yeah, and people above you. Well, I mean, I mean, fuck your job, but I'm talking about. In a broader sense, the law that governs the land, all of us, mm-hmm. it, it's not supposed to be based in religion. That's why we're all free to believe what we choose. Is because our state and our law and our country don't should be based on morals. Don't not follow religion. that exactly. Not only that, but doesn't Christianity teach you to embrace the sinners? I mean, yeah. You're not really breaking any ethical codes by marrying these people. That's their decision, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're not even facilitating. How they choose to live their life has nothing to do with the life you choose for yourself. Right, and you can't stop them from doing that. 
It's just ignorance. It was weird seeing the the first video that popped up. I saw the video. And I was like, okay, well, this is. I guess somebody brought along a camera, and then I saw the picture where there's like fucking thirty cameras pointing at them from all these news organizations. I was like, oh man, it's a fucking media field day over it's here it's a fucking circus a, it's a did circus. you see the side-by-side picture of her and the uh yeah, osama kathy bates from misery no. <laughs> oh they look so much alike it's ridiculous i saw the side-by-side with her and osama and it said both of these people are doing things based on their religious views yeah something like that and it's true if you believe that osama bin laden's responsible for 9-11 I'm just kidding. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm not going to go down that road. Uh, oh, you should because I think I told you the morning the morning that September 11th happened. It was I'm, I'm in, I was in college at the time, so I was I, I woke up after it happened. Uh-huh. I woke up because my sister had come home. She was working in downtown, and so the shit ha- shit hit the fan. And then she came home, and she's like, "Oh my God, somebody's hit the World Trade Center." And I was like, "Was it Osama bin Laden?" She's like, yes, it was. And I knew this because what the fuck? He, he was he was before? big time in the news before it happened. There was a USS Cole thing uh-huh. and something else. Like they were hyping his name up. So that's uh, I can see how they can pin it on somebody yeah. if he wasn't involved. Yeah. I don't know. The, um, Are you periscoping? No, should be. Oh. <gasps> um, I like conspiracies though. Me too. 9-11 was an inside job is always a good conspiracy. Yeah, speaking of 9-11, on September 11th, 2015, there's an art show by Austin Smith happening called Sorry So Sloppy, and it's happening at 7 to 11 p.m. at Catacomb in Houston, Texas at 2315 Commerce Street, Studio 7. And uh, it's basically a drawing of a bunch of butts. A bunch of drawings of butts. So Catacomb. if you want to check that out, you should uh, look it up. Let's see if you are never forget. Uh, never my, forget. My my uh, well, my girlfriend. Um, she's one of five unfortunate people that I know that have that as her birthday. Uh, oh my god! So every year I'm like, never, I'm never gonna forget your birthday. <laughs> oh, that's messed up. So here you go. I got. I gave you two skinny you know rectangles. Five of them? Yes. Um, how do they? How have they come into your life? One's a cousin, girlfriend, uh, husband of a cousin, friend of a friend, and I think another one might be an artist, another artist. But I know it's five of them. I was <laughs> like, oh man, must have sucked that year. That's a lot of Virgos. Yeah. What's your sign? Gemini. Hemini. Creepy. Why? Gemini's creep me out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you should but hear have, this have guy talk about satan huh what? have you gotten that a lot like gemini's like like as soon as you say you're a gemini are people like mm. no because i don't talk to weirdos that follow that stuff <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't really follow it but i do pay attention to it i mean i've been internet dating for a while i haven't been well i mean you know it's like a it's like a jumping off point you know what i mean yeah it's easy so what's your sign oh hmm is that true? You feel like that's you? Run! Oh, that's funny. We're supposed to get along. What's your sign? Run! <laughs> really? Run! Is it that crazy? No, no, it's not. It's interesting. I uh, think it's interesting. I've read articles that it doesn't matter what sign you are. Every Everything's going to fit 
you know, whatever you choose. So I don't know. It doesn't seem that way though. Yeah, I don't. I just don't like to. I don't take too much credence to it. Um, everybody's different. I don't think that the damn day you were born is going to determine your personality. It's all based on uh, nurture. It's all based on nurture. Mostly, your personality is mostly nurture. I think. Doesn't matter what moon you were born under. <laughs> Well, I, I was mean, born under the killing moon. <laughs> I think the reason that I <clears throat> ha- put anything into it is because, honestly, the people that I have gotten along with the best mm-hmm. and have actually felt real connections with, it's been pretty straight on. My husband of, you know, <clears throat> well, I mean, Brenna and I was married to for 10 years. We were together for three before that. So 13 years. He was a Scorpio, and mm-hmm. that's, like, supposed to be my, you know, super match, you know. And I, I don't consider our marriage a failure at all. I think it was a success to a certain point, you know. Right. We were together for a really long time. And we did have, a, like, a really deep and true friendship, you know. We still care about each other today. So I think that that's... I wonder what Kim Davis's sign is. Must look it up <laughs> so here's the question did you think i was creepy before you found out i was a gemini creepy yeah you said that they creep you out i'm extremely uh tolerant i would say i mean you yeah you i'm just kidding <laughs> really you don't think i'm that just talking with you <laughs> i think i'm i'm a pretty tolerant person um having been my brother's sister <laughs> you have, have to be, to be tolerant I'd have to be Speaking of tolerance and assholes, uh, what do you think about Trump <laughs> running for president right now? It's a joke. It's gotta be. It's a joke that is sad, but I don't know. Because so many people are so many people serious. are behind him, and I'm like, this guy's a fucking idiot. He speaks his mind. Okay. Oh, I've heard that argument so, you, so many times. So you want some dumbass that's going to say something stupid and get a nuke thrown at us because he's speaking his mind. Yeah. That's what you want. Why is he... Why is he... Okay. Somebody, somebody's paying him. It has to be somebody's paying him. It's probably Hillary. Time. Yeah. Uh, the whole racism thing, it drives me crazy that the Republican side is embracing so much racism against mexico and so much racism against well not racism against china but i mean they're or just the um the brown people over there in europe and asia I, yeah i mean the the people we're at war with the people we're, that are our neighbors the people that are our competitors are it's all based on race like i don't understand what it should have nothing to do but it has so much to do with the landscape on the right right now, you know? And it's really making... I mean... Well, it's sad how far ahead he's leading in the polls than the other clowns that are in, yeah. running for president. And I don't know that... I don't know the guy, so I don't know that he's necessarily racist outright. But the stuff he says and the way he says it, mm-hmm. uh, it's just... Anybody with any common sense should should know not to portray yourself like that, you know? He's abrasive. Yeah. But, you know... And coothless. We've had shittier presidents. They were all before the atom bomb, but mm. we've, we've had worse. 
That fucking Taft. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Andrew Garfield. <laughs> he deserved Pat. what he got. Deserved um, his 60 days in office or whatever the fuck that was. Uh, <laughs> One of them died of like a disease like shortly after he was inaugurated. Anthrax. You know who would know? <clears throat> Kyle Cued. No. Josh Martin. Josh Martin. Josh he's Martin. A historian. No, he's not a historian, but he knows a lot about the presidents. You know, you guys were hogging the uh, whole high school uh, story stuff. Okay. I really uh, enjoyed uh, Mr. Quisenberry's class. Do you remember Mr. Quisenberry? I remember that name. They called him Mr. Quirenberry. Was it it journalism? No, it was... uh, Was it social studies or American history? Was he bald? Something like that? No, he had a big fucking pompadour great pompadour yeah, I'm missing it. I don't know. but anyway he really uh planted a seed for love of history for me i mean i've never been good with dates but he would he would take the textbook read the facts and then explain everything that was happening in the world to kind of put that into perspective mm-hmm. you know and I really, really enjoy teachers that do that, no matter what subject. Mm-hmm. Speaking of our moment in history, today, not today, but this week, a uh, cop got shot uh, at a gas station, was executed. and uh, Have they got that guy yet? They oh, yeah, seem they, to have, yeah. Yeah, they, I think they he's got probably, him the same day. He's probably <clears throat> getting beaten every day. <laughs> but, uh... Uh-oh, we found, the we found him f- hanging in his jail cell. Yeah, he committed suicide. The media is treating this killing of a cop way worse, way, way more intensely than they do someone getting killed by a police officer. Mm-hmm. And that is really frustrating because that's exactly what that cop got killed over. You know, uh, there's people... There's people in the media blaming fucking Obama uh, because he he took a stand against uh, police brutality. Or he said something about police brutality. And they're spinning it to say that he's encouraging people to take matters in their own hands. And that's like the farthest thing from the truth. And, I mean, there's... There's minorities in the country that are gearing up for war. I mean, they're sick of the shit, you know? I don't think... Nothing good is going to uh, come out of this situation. I mean, it's only going to it's only gonna uh, intensify, you know? I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I don't see anything calming down. Just because I think, you know, I think 27 cops a year get... get killed in the line of duty or something like that mm-hmm. uh but i mean fuck you see people getting gunned down every day by cops unarmed people uh that I, I just read an article about this guy he was sitting at home and these two cops uh raided his house shot him shot and killed his dog and then one of the cops accidentally shot the other cop and like I'm like, where do they fucking find these people? <laughs> and how do these people not get lo- lose their job and then get prosecuted <laughs> and then sentenced what, to what, death? Because that's what was the uh, charge. 
the guy was completely innocent. He hadn't. What did they go there for? Just a uh, mistaken identity, I guess. It's fucked up, man. And that shit happens all oh, the yeah. time. Yeah. So that's my soapbox. It, it seems like I'm talking about this every episode. You know, I know I talked well, about it with been, you last it's been, episode. Yeah, it's been growing but, and growing, but I think that. <clears throat> yeah, I think at some point it's getting close to that tipping point, where. I don't know. A lot of a lot of people right now. A lot of people are like, ah, oh, it's just black minorities that are getting mad about this stuff and blah blah blah. But I think that everybody is starting to get pissed, not just minorities. And well, the Black Panthers are starting to grow in numbers now. Yeah, and they're starting to get aggressive with their talk. Well, that's what yeah, that's what they were doing in the uh, was it sixties? Yeah, they needed to. I, I think I think it's getting to that point where it's like there has to be a counterbalance. It's, it's pretty close to them having uh, hoses on people. Like they're fucking doing, drones yeah. with uh, pepper spray and tasers. <laughs> like, I don't know what the hell's going on in this goddamn country. Everybody's aggressive. You're quoting yourself from last episode. <laughs> Kara, what do you think about it? Let's get a new perspective. <laughs> oh, geez, guys. Uh... I mean, clearly it's troubling. Um, what do I think about it? I think it's fucking sad. It's fucking sad that we're still here. That it's still an issue. Mm, I think I I heard a thing not too long ago about schools. Schools are still really segregated. And people aren't getting fair education across the board. I was disturbed by that. I I honestly... my, My heart gets so, like, broken whenever I hear about... The details of it that I I really just try to push it back and like not focus on it or not listen to it to everything that goes on because it's so it's so goddamn sad Mm -hmm. and I think about Nate and how he's gonna grow up and I mean we're you and I are half Mexicans he's a quarter Mexican but that's not enough for him to really be invested or you know, he's not going to be affected by it. So is he going to care, really? Or is he just going to be another privileged white kid? I mean, because, I mean, I'm going to raise him the way that I'm going to raise him. I'm going to give him the ideas about, you know, how to judge people mm-hmm. that I give him, you know. But, I mean, it doesn't change the fact that he's growing up with the with his little light brown hair and his green eyes and you know he's a white boy yeah he's not gonna have to fear you know and he's lucky in that he's lucky in that and that's fucking sad yeah that you can still in 2015 today count your blessings to be white count your blessings to be fucking crazy all right let's start friend questions (laughs) shall we On that note, sorry. Do we need to take a break? I need to go and check my privilege. I got a, I got a peepee. <laughs> check your privilege. Yes. All right, we're gonna start friend questions when we come back. Okay, what do we got this week? <laughs> Eric Eddy says. Can you mention the episode of Futurama where Fry eats the truck stop egg sandwich and says, It's like there's a party in my mouth and everyone's throwing up. 
There you go. I just did. Done. Next. Seamus McManus says, There's a rule, at least in Ohio, to not eat anything served 500 feet from a gas pump. He learned this the hard way. And I think he's talking about the gas station sandwiches that I was talking about earlier. Yeah, don't do that, man. I love, if you love fucking yourself. gas station sandwiches. You guys can eat it. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what? You should stick to deli meats and not something that it's creamy and... <gasps> I've I never will... gotten sick. What about I've stripes? I've eaten thousands of them. Those Lone Star Taco Company or whatever it's called? Those tacos are the shit. Look, They're man. They're so fucking good. The same brand of sandwiches is sold in Cellars and Bucky's. Are these Antones? If Bucky's will... No. If Bucky's will... It's like Deli Express that. or something like that. Anyway. I'm not doing it. I didn't ask you to. <laughs> you guys can eat whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> I'll eat whatever I want. Capiche? Get out of here. Capiche is a question, not a statement. I know. Should have been... Capiche? Capiche? Capiche. Should have ended it with an inflection. Capiche? 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 Brendan Birch asks, what's the weirdest thing you've ever smelled on purpose? Anybody? I was thinking about this, and don't judge me. I got two of them. I've smelled a cyst before. A popped cyst. Because I'm into weird stuff like that. Was it your own or someone else's? My own. It's a little, I was like, <laughs> uh, what did it smell like? It's hard to like mayonnaise and blood. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> clearly. And then, and I said, "Don't judge me." It's at least on mine. I've never smelled anybody else's, but I enjoy the smell of, I guess you would call it toenail cheese, whatever mm, gets built yeah. up on your toenails. Yeah, I enjoy that smell, and I'll sometimes scrape the toenail and i like smelling it kara man we are making some (laughs) progress today (laughs) i'm reeling um i don't know if you've noticed but i've been smelling my dog this entire time i like to sniff this weird corn chippy dog right here just falling asleep (laughs) he just woke up (laughs) (laughs) it's because i'm stroking like in between his little toes um uh, what is the weirdest thing I've smelled voluntarily? I mean, kid stuff. Nathan Valentine's sweaty self. Like, I sniff on him all the time. I only sniff on the things that I love. Hmm. I inhale Chris's beard all the time. Because huh. he uses beard oil, and it's addictive. Uh, What else? I don't think you have to give us a list, just... I like bad shit, you know? Like, I'll open that uh, Tupperware that's been in the fridge for six months. Give it a sniff? Well, you don't have to really put your nose up yeah. to it. It just kind of fills the whole room. I feel like that would make you sick. Like, no. ill. Like, uh, an illness. Well, yeah. no, I mean, we don't keep stuff that long. And Maybe I've, the plague. If it's, like, really, really bad, I mean, of course. But, like... Yeah. I don't know, just that garbagey smell. It doesn't really bother me. It's because I w- used to work at Kroger, and I would mm. take the trash out. Yeah. And that trash I compactor hate. was mm. so nasty. Just cooking grease and leftovers and trash just liquefying and coming out of the bottom into a heap of maggots. 
Uh, it was just no, raunchy and disgusting, and I didn't give a fuck. I should I should have been a garbage man. Brennan Birch also. Brennan Birch also. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm a weird smeller, so mm-hmm. like, Crystal catches me sometimes. Like I, I'll pick up my phone and then like smell it. Uh-huh. I smell things, and she's like, "Why are you doing that? It's gross." I was like, "I don't. I have what? a compulsion to do it. I don't know." It's a scent that. Like, if be... I want to pick up this, I'll give it a sniff before I drink out of it, like my cup. I don't huh. know. Interesting. <laughs> Smells pretty good. Yeah, it's it has yeah. a new smell. I mean, smells it, like haven't been. Smells like you even put it in your butt. Uh oh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Brennan Birch also asks. <laughs> If you could fight any celebrity chef, relax, you're allowed to use a stick and wear a mouth guard. Who and why? I'm going first with Guy Fury. That guy annoys me. And Which I would is that? love with the hair? Yeah. With the backwards glasses and the spiky. I would hair. love to take that guy down. And just celebrity chef. Fucking nah, anyway. I don't watch enough uh, food network to be able to answer that question. How about Paula Dean? Would you punch Paula Dean in the mouth? Oh, you know who I'd love to fucking punch? Who? I wouldn't punch her with my fists. I'd want to elbow her. Because that is a fantasy of mine, to actually elbow someone. Like, with heart. But Rachel Ray. Really? She fucking deserves it. (laughs) Why? What did she do? Because I hate her fucking face. And her food doesn't taste good. I want you to know that I followed your recipe to the T, Rachel. And it was trash. You called for too much fucking onion, bitch. Damn. (laughs) I'm gonna go with uh, that um, fat uh, Cajun guy that was on a scooter, cause he'd be more my speed. That big fat Cajun dude. I don't know. The red ponytail. He was from like 20, 30 years ago. Oh. No. Oh, I have no idea. Big old fat guy. He had the little chef hat on, wore the white thing, and he had a scooter. <laughs> no idea. If okay, I was so the second on that is uh, I can probably want to beat up Yang Kang Cook. He had, he had that smile on his fucking face all the damn time. I want to beat up Chef Boyardee. Goddamn! Uh, Christopher Steininger asks, rate on a scale, one being hell no, just five being shut up and take my money, of edibility, gas station chicken wings, sandwich with meat, sushi, burrito. Gas station sells sushi? Yes. Well, sushi would be uh, without hell no. Hell no. Yeah. No. 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 That's no, a no, five. no. Burrito. I would say three, three to kidding. three to four. Burrito. Burritos are pretty safe. Yeah. Those burrito, deep I'd fried do like a five. bean yeah, burritos. Bring it. Come on. Yeah, I'll do that. Bring oh, that's actually. But I used to love the burritos at at uh, elementary school. They had the cheese in them. Yeah, we're not hard. talking about that. Uh, so crispy. Yes. You're. You have yeah, chicken wings, sandwich, sushi, or burrito. No, he's saying all of those. I think give we're. I think we're. Uh, we're in agreement. Sandwich is probably gonna be a two for me. Sandwich. I well, would with do. Me, I would do three. burrito then sandwich, depending on my mood. No, he's not having you rate the. No fucking way! I'm eating wings. No, nope. no, no raw chicken that gas station attendants have to cook, and then no way I'm eating sushi. I don't even think that's no. real. No. It Kara, is a... Kara's shaking her head. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, Christopher Steininger also asks, this guy's on what's the, the worst concoction you've eaten on a dare? I 
haven't been dared a lot of things. Um, anytime I played Truth or Dare, I always went with Truth. Uh-huh. I found that to be the safest and the easiest because I don't give a fuck anyway. Whoa. As far as telling the truth. Uh-huh. Um, but the weirdest thing I've ever concocted myself, not on a dare, it was like strawberry and peanut butter and like some kind of weird, crazy thing. It was a slumber jam. It was a slumber night. Oh, okay. When I was like in elementary school. It had all kinds of weird shit in Slumber it. Slumber like, jam for you people <laughs> out there <laughs> is a sleepover. It was disgusting. Mike, I know you've got to have something. Concoctions. Crazy. I'm going to have to say, not to be rude, but <clears throat> I don't hang out with enough white people to do shitting <laughs> on dares. <laughs> good fucking answer. <laughs> oh, that's a good answer. Um, I do have a concoction right now that I'm drinking that was... I did it on a whim, and it, it was no bueno, but I was like, I fuck it, I bought it. It's a Sonic. I, it's a Dr. Pepper that has strawberries in it. Uh-huh. Hmm. Didn't turn out as good as I, it did in my head. No. You know what? I, I don't like root beer floats. Does anybody else? I like the I idea. Don't like, I don't like soda floats. I like I the idea like of it. I don't like Dr. Pepper but... floats. My mom yeah. loves that shit. I cannot do it. I mean, I can do it. What about you? What's the nastiest thing you've had in your mouth? Well, that's Shazam. a little personal. Uh, <laughs> that's a little personal, buddy. Um, I can't. I don't think I've eaten crazy shit. It's like I don't know. My I'm pretty tame when it comes to food. Uh, I thought a Philly cheesesteak pizza was crazy. Yeah, they're actually really good. Uh, I've had suicides. Like I make su not well. I haven't in a while, but suicide drinks, I'll, I'll make those. I don't know what that is. It's when you, you're you at a fountain station for mm, sodas and no. you, you mix them a little bit. A little bit? Well, okay. I, I usually go with a Diet Coke base and then add some root beer. Maybe a little Fanta. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> anyway... Uh, Lori Rodriguez asks, favorite childhood memory? That's not a question. (laughs) (laughs) Period. What is your favorite childhood memory? Well, since we were talking about gross shit, I do remember watching Star Trek The Next Generation with Kara and my cousin Tom. We were all lined up in the twin bed at Grandma's house. Oh my God, hands down. We uh, Jesus. We all had a cup of vanilla ice cream. I think we might have had two each. I don't know. Grandma let us go apeshit. And then uh, Tom had to use the bathroom, so he went. When he came back, he was the middle person. It was what, on what, his what? way out. It was on his way out. Yes, he was oh, like. Shit. He was like, and then he was trying to leave. <laughs> he was crawling over me, and he just threw up. Vanilla ice cream on the back of my head. <laughs> it was pretty nice. nasty. Oh, that visual is still gnarly. so You solid. still remember that? Yes. Yeah, yes. that was pr- a pretty solid memory. It looked like bird shit on your head. What? Speaking of bird I shit, I remember you at Sierrama. I was just a baby. You were just It wasn't Sierrama. SeaWorld. No, it was Sierrama. What the hell is Sierrama? It was... It's a now defunct micro SeaWorld. Aw, they failed. Yeah. Did well, all the they should have. Die? I doubt it. 
but it was like this little shitty sea world yeah mom took us there yeah Rama. i don't remember that at all yeah it's you pretty, pooped on me pretty shitty i remember the story it was a seagull that's a that's a legend of my childhood that i didn't i mean i wasn't conscious enough to under to remember it, it was but i've heard the story a million times poor little baby <laughs> I, I barely, I, I probably don't actually remember it myself, but I think that's, interesting. I probably have a visual of it in my mind. I think that's interesting when you hear like stories about like, like your childhood or your, about you, about your youth that mm-hmm. you think that you remember it, but is it real memories or is it just from hearing the story told and your visualization of what actually, what happened? You know what I mean? Yeah. False memories. I don't know. Mike? <clears throat> there were six of you. Six of well, five five of my. You had your own gang. Um, well, there's, I'm sorry. There's six of us total. There's my four siblings and my mom. Um, okay, so a good memory that I just thought of right now. Um, I was over at my Thea Rosie's house, which is my my dad's aunt. Everybody was hanging out. Uh, I was on the floor. I can't remember how old I was. I was, I was under ten for sure. And I remember grabbing my legs and rolling. You know, I, I don't know what you call that, but kind of just grabbing your legs and rolling. Well, I was doing this a whole bunch, and then I must have hit the sweet spot, and uh, a lot of gas came out. A lot of gas. And then that was pretty much all they could talk about the next, like, five times I came over there. So I thought that that was funny. Um, a false memory is one that Lori brings up every so often. Um that apparently my mom needed a tissue and I was a little itty bitty toddler and I grabbed the first paper on the toilet bowl roll and then ran over to her, thus unrolling the toilet paper roll. So I handed her that and then uh, I think Lori or somebody else had to go clean it up because <laughs> I made a big mess. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was about it. Well... <laughs> <laughs> That's the show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you've enjoyed yourself as much as we have. Oh. Well, that was fun. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, Ectopic Works. That is uh, no website, no Facebook page, no Twitter. It's just straight up email, homie, at mrbateman at ectopicworks.com. And thank you, as usual, to LoneStarButtons.com. Contact Adam Stimpy Jones. Offer to suck on his hairy tits at... His, his email is info at LoneStarButtons.com. And his phone number is 281-798-1996. And I repeat, you want to suck on that man's hairy tits. Trust me. All right, well, that's the fucking show, so... Go fuck yourselves gently. Damn!
Bangalore